0: Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily, commercial-free, entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Brooke Lively. Brooke, you are the CEO of... Kath, well, you see, you're on the web at CathCap. You're the president of Cathedral Capital. That's what CathCap stands for, cathcap.com. Brooke, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I love being I, here. I Listen, I love geeking out on money because, uh, you know, there aren't too many problems that can't be solved in business, uh, it, you know, if you can get your revenue where it needs to get. And, you know, I think that a lot of us get into business because we love what we do. We have a a very particular set of skills, right? And so, Mm -hmm. we do those things. We grow the business. Then we start bringing on other people. And then, you know, if we're in growth mode, then inevitably, you know, it's like if you're going up or you're going down, you're going to have cash flow issues. Uh, And we're like, what's going on? And that's where you need to make sure you listen very carefully to folks like Brooke. Am I right? Perfect. you are a fabulous
1: advertisement.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I like to earn my commission right at the get go. Right out, right out of there the get go. <laughs> yeah. So, and you work. Um, so, you work both with um, business owners of all kinds, um, but you also have done a lot of work with law firms. Correct. Yeah. So, we specialize in service based businesses,
1: and law firms are there are jam. I'm sorry. I don't know. Mm. People say they hate lawyers we love lawyers right and um you know almost all service-based businesses have the
0: same business
1: model Mm -hmm. so well
0: listen lawyers are people too they're business owners and in many cases they're business owners as well so we're we're all friends here (laughs) (laughs) yeah excellent so so brooke tell me about what cathedral capital does then
1: so we serve as a an outsourced or a fractional CFO.
0: Mm. So what
1: we do is we want to come in and help. Just like you said, most entrepreneurs start their business because they have a particular skill set or a particular love or passion, and it's rarely running the business. And so they get to a certain measure of success, and then they need more information. They need to make decisions based on data and not on gut instinct. And it all ties back to the money. So we come in and we help get that data. We help make those decisions. We help with the forecasting. We help with looking at what's ahead, setting the goals and then achieving them.
0: Mm. So give me an example of this. Like, so if um, let's say I I have an agency, you know, we're providing services uh, and I come to you and I say, Brooke, our profitability stinks. Like where, where would we start looking? What could we do other than you telling me, Josh, go get more sales?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's really funny. People, there's a phrase, sales cures all ills. Right. And I occasionally, stand up and say, no, sometimes sales makes it worse. So there are a few things that we look at. The first thing we're going to look at is your pricing. Are you pricing that properly? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not pricing it properly, if you sell more, it's just going to make your situation worse. Mm -hmm. Um, How are you paying your people? Are we paying them properly? Um, Are your people, so you don't have in a service-based business, you don't have widgets to sell. You sell time. You sell your people. So mm-hmm. are we giving our people billing goals? Are we holding them accountable to them? Right? Are they are they cranking out the hours they need to crank out? And right. then, you know, we start to look at things like your marketing. Is your marketing in line with what you should be spending at this point in your in your growth journey?
0: I would imagine, um, Brooke, that you've had that uh, conversation where um, you know you're like, "Yeah, look, if you want to, um, you know, if if you want to be increasing your profitability, um, yeah, and you can ignore the little dinging Uh, there—that's me. Um, So, you know, if you want to increase your revenue, um, you, you just simply either need to raise your prices, lower your expenses." Uh, and, and, and I I don't know, I mean, there's only so many variables here, right? So if you get pushback from that and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't think I could charge more. I don't know that the market will bear that thing. I mean, it's like, something's got to give. Right.
1: Well, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a balance and people always say, well, I'm priced at the top of the market or I'm priced at the middle of the market, or I really specifically want to be like entry level in the market. I'm like, okay, first of all, let's stop pricing according to the market. Mm -hmm. Let's price according to what your business demands and needs. So I really don't care what anybody else is charging if this is the business model if this is the way we want to pay people if these are the offices we want to have if the this is the way we want to run our business then this is going to have to be the price whether it's what other people are charging or not yeah. now the flip side josh is kind of what you said you know we charge as much as we can in the market but we're still not making money well in that case we need to change how we're operating so one of the two needs to change. And usually it's a combination of both.
0: hmm yeah. Yeah, slice 10%. Listen, if you slice 10% from, you know, operating expenses, raise your prices by 10% and, uh, you know, maybe adjust your, you know, how marketing works. So you're not just you know, kind of racing toward the bottom on price, but that, you know, maybe yeah. there's a different way of explaining the value that you provide or something like that. Well, now we've just, you know, if we took 10% here and increased 10% there, that should, you know, we're be a net to make gain some 20% more money. theoretically or thereabouts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're starting to make some more money. And and that's great. And, and what you're saying is true. It's never one thing. It's never, we're going to raise prices and we're done. Right. It's we're going to nudge this a little, we're going to change this a little, we're going to push out on this, we're going to pull in here. And it's, there are a lot of levers mm. and it's moving each one enough to, to get where you want to go. And one of the things we don't want to do is take a lever and move it all the way from the left, all the way over to the right, Yeah. because your team can only handle so much change.
0: Yeah. Uh, Brooke, what is it like working with a fractional CFO?
1: It's fun.
0: <laughs> you, so what I, you know, the way I describe it, it's like, well, so you know, you get to have someone come in at a leadership level and you get to start making decisions based on numbers and stuff, as opposed yeah. to, you know, just go, 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 go. Uh, you know, a CFO from my perspective, um, you know, gets to just very you get to analyze this current situation, give you clarity on what the data reveals. And now you're making data-driven decisions as opposed to just go, 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 or just kind of going with your gut. Yeah. So again,
1: um, you're welcome to come join my marketing team at any time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know, having a CFO really allows you to kind of take a moment, slow down and make some good decisions. It gives you a partner. It gives you someone who is has no dog in the fight. Mm. Like there are no emotional ties to this person or this marketing campaign or this expense. We don't care. We care about the company as a whole. And so it's really nice to have someone that's advocating for the company to talk to as an owner. Um, One of the other things you said is, you know, really analyzing stuff. One of the changes we've made recently is we've really started um, increasing our team so that your CFO has Mm. access to a lot more people. So we have in-house analysts, we have in-house accountants. Um, we have in-house strategists, so your CFO is able to add to the team at any time to pull in a particular skill set that's needed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so yeah, we um, doing
0: that. So for someone who's never hired a fractional CFO, um, so I, you know, I kind of look at um, from, from when I look at who we work with, right? So I think yeah. our first person that we hired was someone to help us with taxes. Um, oh, gosh, and yes. then we hired someone better <laughs> to do our taxes. I think we started with just like a CPA, oh, they can do the job they're recommended to us or whatever. Yep. And then I met somebody else and he saved us so much money in taxes. So that's number one, um, you know, get that person in, um, number two bookkeeper, uh, cause Absolutely. Yeah, pff, <laughs> yeah, how long you really want to be doing that. That's not, well, that is the okay. least Hold fun on. job in my opinion. Can I get up on my soapbox for just a second about this? Here's the thing.
1: You are good at whatever it is you started your business doing. You're not good at the books. And people are like, well, I don't want to go to the expense of hiring a bookkeeper. Okay, I promise you, the bookkeeper bills out at a lower hourly rate than you do. Mm Mm-hmm. And it will take you two to three times as long to do a bad job as mm. it will for him or her to do a good mm. job. So actually, it's costing you a ton of money to be doing your own books. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I All right. Off my soapbox. It's just one of my deals.
0: No, that's, you know, that's one of, you know, and, and I really, you know, if, if I think about the, the emotional mental health of a business owner, I think one of the objectives is, you know number 1 is hire those jobs out that you hate um uh, because yeah. you're going to dread doing it. you're going to put it off and then you're going to get yourself behind and you're going to get yourself in trouble so you don't want to do that but it just allows you to stay in your zone of genius yes and for me yeah bookkeeping is not one of those some as you know aspects of you know like goal setting and stuff I like that but you know the day to day reconcile are you kidding that's an easy yeah. one so that's so anyway so that's so I so that's number 2 so taxes bookkeeping right. and then at some point i think what you really want is an advisor to kind of help you make sense of all of the numbers help with four things like forecasting and how much are you truly earning per, you know, man hour, you know, let's, yeah. let's look at your profitability here and there and, and, and give you clarity on these things. And, uh, you know, the person to do that is going to be a fractional CFO. And, and at what point Brooke, would you recommend that that start happening in a business's journey?
1: So we generally start working with clients when they hit right around that million dollar in revenue mm-hmm. number. Yeah. That, that's a big one. And in, you're right. What we hear very often is, you know, potential clients come to us and they're like, you know, I've been talking to my accountant, but he's really not giving me good advice on how to grow the business. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> because your tax accountant isn't trying to right. grow your business. He's trying to file your taxes.
0: Yeah, that's right. Right.
1: That's not his jam.
0: Yeah. That's Nor right. is it your bookkeeper. I mean your bookkeeper can certainly let you know I mean, if you let them know what to warn you about, you know, potentially. Right. Uh but you know that financial leadership um you know that that role gets filled with somebody who has seen a lot of stuff because no. they're going to have the experience uh and they they've seen all the things, right? And they know no. what the warning signs are. They know um, you know, potentially, you know, oh, I've been down this road before. And let me tell you, you know, whether it's warning or an opportunity, right? It's they're constantly doing this, you know, looking at strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Yep. And but from their uh frame of mind, from their financial leadership frame of mind, and this could be incredibly, incredibly valuable.
1: Well, and it's so funny. We talk people are like, whoa, 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 why are you talking to us about HR stuff? We're yeah. like, Look, this employee who financially is very valuable to you Mm -hmm. is creating all kinds of havoc havoc in your company. And what's going to happen is your really good people are going to leave. And let me give you the statistics on what it costs to replace somebody.
0: Yeah, oof.
1: I mean, it costs $100,000 to replace an average attorney. Yeah. And so the last thing we want is this employee running people off? So we're going to right. talk to you about that. Is that an HR issue? Yes. But is that a profitability issue? Oh, hell yes. Mm. Absolutely. So yeah, and, and we do, we have people that have an incredible range of experience and all of that stuff that you could, as an entrepreneur, go through and figure out like you said, Josh, they've seen it, they've done it, they whip through it in their heads like this in milliseconds, yeah, and yeah. get to an answer that would take you months to get to.
0: Right, right. Uh, so, Brooke, um, with um, with your uh, with your company with Cathedral Capital, um, do you uh, did your primary? So I see vendor services here. Uh, obviously, um, you know, there's a complete CFO partner CFO. Um, explain these others. I I see jumpstart day. I see elevate. What what are these?
1: So we have all kinds of different ways that you can work with us. Mm -hmm. Um, we are actually moving away from a very specific program for clients. We've found that building the team that the client needs and, um, doing a custom program for every client has been Mm -hmm. much better for us. Yeah. So like I said, we we build the team the client needs. We look at how fast the client wants to move. The faster you want to move, the more you're going to be talking to us, the more we're going to be doing for you, the more it's going to cost. Um, we do have what are called jumpstart days. And that's for those people that have a project that they just want to get done in a day. So whether it's, I want to go in and really... Let me think of some ones we've done. We had a client that wanted to design a new company. She said, okay. So I and one of my CFOs sat in a room with him all day Mm. and his leadership team. And we developed this new company, complete with job descriptions and financials and everything it needed. Um, sometimes it's solving a problem. Sometimes it's getting ready to look for investors. Sometimes, you know, it's whatever it is, but it's just kind of a one day project deal. And Elevate is our accounting division. So we mm-hmm. will actually come in and do your bookkeeping. Um, we're, not the, we're not the cheapest people in town. hmm but where we really shine is when your books are just a complete disaster we will come in unravel them and then either we can keep doing the bookkeeping or we can turn it over to a bookkeeper you know somebody in house or you know someone else that can maintain it once we have cleaned it up revamped it and and created a set of books for you that really will help you make good decisions about your business.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, so this is all at cathcap.com. Uh, Brooks if someone who's been listening to us obviously, these, you know, kind of went through some of the different services, but where's a good um, place for them to start? Oh, you have a book too. Panic to profit. Tell me about that. Wait, let's talk about that first because it's on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's on Amazon. I have like four or five books on Amazon, and I have oh, okay. another book coming out soon. Wow. Okay, you could tell who's done their research before the interview, then, <laughs> and who is not.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, I I wrote a book from panic to profit, yeah. how six key numbers can make a six figure difference in your law firm. Mm-hmm. It was the first book in a series, so that one was geared towards. Attorneys, very obviously. Um, This summer, we have From Panic to Profit for Entrepreneurs coming out. So same book. So what it does is it looks at the six places, the six key numbers in your business Mm -hmm. that if you can just get those six under control, if you could see those on a regular basis, you really will kind of have your finger on the pulse of your business. So, Josh, you were asking where a great place to start was with us start with our book read read the book it it will tell you how we work it'll tell you sort of what we do
0: all right fantastic and again that is at cathcap.com and then from there you can uh you'll see right there uh the book and then from uh like I was just kind of going down the rabbit hole finding you on Amazon finding the other books so so yeah, this some of those time. other books I need to take off Amazon. <laughs> uh, Brooke Lively, again, thank you so much. Again, your website, cathcap.com, Uh, And uh, appreciate all the uh, wisdom that you've shared with us today.
1: Josh, it's been pretty fun. I enjoyed it.
0: Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com.